and welcome to the Radio's Radio Show. I am Dan the Radio Man, otherwise known as Danny Arrington. This is going to be a very trippy episode. This is my first ever episode. It's going to be me. I am my guest. I am talking. I have written questions down to ask myself. So this is going to be a very trippy episode of the podcast. I feel like I should do a voice. Like I should do a, a presenter voice to, to ask me questions. But I'm not going to do that. What is this podcast? Uh, we've got a trailer out just to kind of briefly explain, explain, but to go back into it, why are we starting this podcast? This is a podcast idea that I've had for a very, very, very long time, like a, an obscene amount of time, like four or five years. And I just thought, you know what? Eventually I'm going to do it. And today's the day, you know, today is that day that I am going to do this because I think it's important and I want to do it. I want to help people. I I want to help people break down that, that forbidden door, as I like to uh, call it, as, to borrow a, a quote from professional wrestling, because there is a little bit of a forbidden door. It's very much easier if you're uh, in the know and you know people, aka you're the son or daughter of a celebrity or somebody that knows someone in the industry. It's very easy to break down that door. Whereas if you're someone like myself and, and a lot of other people that don't know anyone that you're kind of the first person in your family to think i want to do this and i'm going to follow my dream and passion to the hill and i will die on that hill how do you kick down that door um do you do do you find a way of kicking it down and going all guns blazing or you know so i want to get industry professionals i.e not me and chat about you know their journeys their advice the, the, you know the ups and downs if you choose to get into this industry there are lots of ups that you will experience the highest of highs but you will also experience the lowest of lows and i don't think we should shy away from talking about the lowest of lows because this industry is well crap on your mental health so we'll get into that in future episodes we'll have a, an entire episode i think dedicated to just the mental health aspect of broadcasting this doesn't necessarily have to be a radio podcast i know it's called the radio's radio show which is actually my third working title for the podcast uh and initially i was going to call it something like a pun on radio rentals but then i thought the, the name i came up with uh, would probably offend somebody and then the second name i came up with was taken by somebody else so i couldn't call it that so it is the Radio's Radio Show, although it may be renamed later on down the line if it ever stops being about radio and becomes a more media show in general. However, I felt it was incredibly important to do this show. I wanted to do it. I've been sitting on this idea for a number of years, and I felt that it was... It was there's never a right time to do it. You just got to do it. And I'm ripping the Band-Aid off, and I've got a few people lined up to uh to chat to none today as i say your guest is kind of this is a get, getting to know me episode of the podcast so i've written down some questions to ask myself one of them is why did you uh start this podcast i feel that i've answered that what made you want to get into a radio what made me want to get into radio so i was in my teens i was kind of People were asking me, oh, you know, what what do you want to do? I was doing work experience at the time. I did 
I think work experience. My my school were going to get me to do work experience in a primary school, and I have no interest in being a teacher. I never mentioned it to them once, but that's what they were going to make me do until um, uh, until I ended up working for Jamie Oliver for a for a work experience, which was a a funny anecdote, which I may get into in a future episode. But that I was kind of directionless, so. I was kind of like, well, what what do I want to do? What what can I do? And I'd always been a big fan of radio in terms of, you know, I never had a television in my room. I, I mean, I just had, um, you know, a stereo and, and an FM radio alarm clock. So I was constantly listening to the radio because it was, you know, what you would put on as background noise. So I was constantly listening to stuff like GWR FM, which was my local radio station. Um, and GWR is a massive influence on on myself and and probably why I initially loved radio even though I didn't realize it at the time to like a point where I didn't listen to anything else I just listened to GWR so I just listened to their presenting teams so like Jez and Rue, Howard Taylor that's all I would listen to and then and then occasionally like the top 40 stuff which came from Capital in London uh, but beyond that, it was just GWR. That's what I was would listen to if I was traveling in the car with a parent. I'd be listening to GWR, and and um, I mean, even going back even further than that, I mean, my love of radio probably goes back to even when I was a kid listening to cassette tapes because I I didn't have enough money to be able to to buy music. I I didn't grow up relatively you know rich or anything like that. I had to record my favorite songs off the radio you know I, I, the good old-fashioned music piracy there uh, i had to record my songs off the radio if, I, if there was a song i really liked as a kid i had to record it off radio one or you know wherever it was gwr or 210 wherever it was i had to record it off the radio and you know obviously you have the uh, presenters talking over some of the songs and, and you're just thinking oh shut up i just want to listen to this song so that's kind of what i grew up with so GWR was a major influence on me and their presenters more so than any other station. But when they became what they are now, I, I tuned over to Radio 1 and Chris Moyles. And there I got kind of the radio that I know and love to, to this day still. I just love that kind of more... Um, bantery element of radio. I mean, he spends a whole half an hour of his show... Uh, talking and just chatting nonsensical or cracking wise and i just loved that i just loved the creative elements that went into that show and i just thought you know this is a this is a, a place that i can express my creativity and my creative freedom and who i am as a person and i just i was i found it liberating i really did so i got involved at hospital radio at the age of 15 and that started that lit the fire that was it there was no going back from that i think I, I was distracted for a couple of years by video editing and film production which is kind of something i looked into because i did a b-tech in it but beyond that I, I you know i went to university and did a course in radio production because that was my my dream and my passion and and um yeah it's just never gone out and i still love it to this day and you know i find it incredibly fulfilling and you know, my whole philosophy on, on life is you get one, so why not have as much fun 
as uh, as possible why not have as much fun why don't you do what you want to do instead of doing things that you're going to be miserable with i've done work in warehouses and i found it utterly miserable and i just thought it was no way to live and i just want to do radio and that was my chosen profession um to a point where I think maybe to my own criticism, I missed out on opportunities to do other things. I think my drama teacher at school really wanted me to, to do drama. I think she thought I was a halfway decent actor at that point. And I was just so focused on radio that I just went, no, nah, I don't want to do drama. And now I, I sit here as a nearly 30 year old and I do want to do it. So that probably was a regret of mine but not necessarily a, a regret that I was so radio focused because I was so hungry to do it but more that I missed out on the opportunity to do something just as creatively fulfilling and I realized that my only creative outlet was radio at that point and I could have diversified and done done more and I have diversified now I mean I have YouTube channels and I do Twitch streams and you know so much more than just just radio I've taken what I've learned from the radio and taking it to youtube and taking it to to twitch as well and twitch is the new home of talk radio so if you if you like your speech radio head on over to twitch it's fantastic i do a football show on twitch which is fantastic i just love it just love it and everything radio everything i do has some kind of radio correlation because i just love it so much and i still to this day love it so much whether it's music whether it's just cracking wides whether it's trying to do uh, and failing at stand-up comedy which i which i've tried and died on stage so yes i've tried that and i, I just want to be creatively fulfilled and when i'm creatively fulfilled that's when i'm happy that's when i'm happiest and i just want to be happy and i want to enjoy my life so uh, i want to do things that are fun and I don't necessarily want to waste my my time because it's very precious and, you know, you only get one life. So try and cram it full of fun and creative fulfillment. So that's why I got involved in radio. The next question. How have you found your experience of the industry so far? Frustrating. <laughs> Immensely frustrating. Uh, I, I think you will hear this from hopefully a lot of people that also have found it frustrating because you know when when one door opens another one closes or one door closes another one open well unfortunately a lot of doors close but very few open in in my personal experience and I don't want this to to put you off at all because I think it's 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 an industry it's a slugfest I think the strongest survive or those that are just pig-headed and idiotic like myself I'm only speaking about myself here that don't want to do anything else that we're kind of like no this is what I want to do and this is what I'm going to do uh, beyond anything else and uh, you know the phrase you know get a proper job comes up quite a lot in my in my life so uh, yeah if you can take all that to the back of your mind it does have very on a more serious note I'm, I'm smiling as I say this but now the, the the kind of the smile has gone on a serious note it puts your mental health through the absolute ringer. It really does. Because you question, you start to question your self-worth when you don't get opportunities or, you know, obviously we're everyone that wants to, to work, as particularly in presenting, you know, you've got to have an ego and you've got to want to feed that ego. 
and particularly for me i just found it immensely soul destroying and mentally tough but i think if you can come through that then i think you're you'd be a better person for it but it is it is soul destroying at times so my my general experience of broadcasting not just radio in general but broadcasting in general has been utter frustration and I've had opportunities, places, and they've gone, you know, um, places that I loved working that I no longer work at, that I'd love to go back to. There are places where I've hated every single minute and would never work there again. There are people that I've unfortunately come across that are just the worst. But then there are people that you come across that are just the absolute best. So what I'm saying is, in a roundabout way, you can experiences you can experience the highest of highs, but the lowest of lows. And when I say the lowest of lows, I'm not going to shy away from absolute soul crushing um, lows. You know, I'm not going to shy away from that. I'm just going to be honest with you because the lows are, are just sometimes they're too much to handle um, because they are soul destroying. And when I say soul destroying, you know, you question sometimes why you get out of bed in the morning because you just think why am I doing this why am I putting myself through this wouldn't I be better off not being here not doing this why am I doing this why am I torturing myself and it is probably it's probably self-torture but um if you love it you can't explain it if you love love is a is a mysterious thing and uh you know if you love something you can't explain always why I love this stuff you know, so I, I can't explain to you why I continue to put myself through the ringer, but I do. And it's something that I'm going to keep doing because I love it. So, yeah, the industry I find immensely frustrating. But the next question is, what do you find the most frustrating? But I've, unfortunately, I've misspelled it because I was in such a rush to type it. I've said uh, I've typed, what do you find moist frustrating? Well, I find moist frustrating. Um what a terrible word that is. Can we just take uh, 30 seconds to talk about what a terrible word moist is? I know some people hate the word moist, hence why I'm saying it as much as I can, the word moist. Um, people really don't like that word. But what do I find most frustrating about the industry? Uh, early on, I found the lack of feedback, the lack of um, advice just utterly horrible. I find some people utterly horrible to deal with and there are people that there are people out there that genuinely want to help you that don't have the time to do that i appreciate that a lot of program you know i never realized how busy program directors were until i went to and did a internship for a month at virgin radio and then you experience what it's like and then you realize why they don't get back to everybody but there are always there are always few that try and make that time and those are the greatest people to work for. Those that give you that time that that say, well, this is why you didn't get this. It's because of this, this and this. Not just kind of the blanket response of you're not experienced enough. Because I find that to be the, the biggest fallacy of all. Because yes, there are more experienced people out there. But the, my question to that is, my response to that is always, well, how are you meant to get the experience if you're, if you're, you know, somebody's got to take a chance on you somewhere. You know, that's my answer, my response to that. And this is an industry where you have to work for free. 
for a very large proportion of your career and it's a struggle when you're not from maybe the most financially uh, secure background and it can be a massive struggle when you want to do something that maybe your class comes into into play and, and you think you know people like me from my background don't do this and my instinct and I grew up in a house to always ask why why don't they do this because they never have the financial impetus to be able to to see it through um, I'm just pig-headed and stubborn so I will see it through I, I, I I'm pig-headed and stubborn which may be a, a a good aspect or maybe a very negative aspect but I, I you know I want to see it through I've, I've invested so much of my life into this now I've now got to see it. I've been doing it for 12 years now so I feel that I've got to <laughs> otherwise I've wasted 12 years of my life and I'm never going to get those 12 years back uh, but the, yeah I find the lack of feedback and the lack of advice incredibly frustrating which is another reason we started this podcast because i want to find advice give people advice well i don't want to give people advice don't take my advice but i want industry professionals to give advice i.e not me and i want to help people like me like myself that are still looking that are still looking for that big break that opportunity whether you're a producer presenter whether you want to work in behind the scenes and the behind the scenes stuff, by the way, is incredibly fulfilling and enjoyable. Don't just think radio is presenting because it's not. There is a lot of work that goes behind the scenes that make your favorite presenter sound the best. There's a reason you love your presenter so much, your favorite presenter so much. It's because of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that they are a part of, but the producers, the production team behind the scenes that you don't necessarily hear on the radio that are sat in the office next to the studio, you know, that work can be immensely fulfilling as well and incredibly enjoyable. And I'll get on to my experiences there. But uh, what, yeah, so what I find most frustrating in the industry is a lack of feedback early on. Uh, nowadays, it's not the lack of opportunities. There are plenty of chances out there. It's It's the kind of, it's once again, the feedback of you're not experienced enough or um you know there were more experienced candidates or, or things like that i find that immensely frustrating because you know the retort for me is well you know somebody's got to give me a chance you know by the law of averages somebody's got to give you uh, a chance next question tell us about your current radio work okay uh, my current radio work uh, is on a community radio station in swindon that i've been doing since so i left university in 2016 and I did shows on the Staffordshire University uh, student radio station, which was One Media Group, OMG, uh, which w- which actually d- didn't make any sense when this radio station was One Media Radio, but OMG, because, oh my God, it's great, but it's One Media Group, not One Media Radio, although I think they merged Staff's TV into it, so it makes a lot more sense now. But... So I left university, I got a 2-1 Bachelor of Arts. I really shouldn't have passed because I was really struggling um, mentally. And my, there, there was a lot of personal stuff going on that I can't and I will not be talking about. But um, safe to say that I, I really did struggle uh, with my mental health at the end of university. But that was more not down to what I was doing at university. I loved every single minute of that. I thought it was epic and what I was doing in my final year was far more practical the written stuff came early 
and that disengaged me but the practical stuff that we did at the end is where i feel that i excelled and i i just loved every minute of that but um i got a 2-1 with bachelor of arts with honors and i immediately there, there's two things i did uh, i already had and i'd already been to the community radio station in swindon which was still still is swindon 5.5 uh, at the time of recording and it will be for many years to come i hope so i did that i'd already been in there because i had to do work experience somewhere and that's where i chose to do it because it was the easiest place for me to do it and then the second thing i did was i applied to be uh, to do a work placement at a new radio station at that time that was only maybe a two or three months old which was virgin radio and i was able to get in because it was relatively early in the existence of that radio station i don't know i can't vouch for how easy or how difficult it would be now i assume it would be a lot more difficult because of they were taken over by a much bigger company nowadays and uh, i think it would probably be a a, a lot more difficult uh, to get in now but i was fortunate in that respect because i thought you know they're a relatively new station so i probably got a good chance of getting in early if i do and i was right i was lucky enough to be able to get in and you know i worked about a week for them i met some great people i loved it and it was a really kind of uh, intoxicating experience when you reach that level when you see what happens it's wonderful and then i was invited back to do a little bit of work experience at talk radio which was entirely entirely different and at that point they were still relatively new and they were shoved in the corner of the talk sport office um i think they've moved buildings now they're at news uk's headquarters but this was before all of that and when they still had like ian lee and and people like that and uh it's fantastic and john holmes as well who was my favorite radio dj at that time because he's he was just fantastic in fact i did the tech news on the john holmes show so i was i was on talk radio for a bit for about i think like 10 minutes uh, which was lovely being on a dab national brand i think i was on virgin radio for like all but three minutes once upon a time uh, which was fantastic as well. Uh, and then I was invited back to do an internship, a month-long internship at Virgin Radio because they knew who I was. And and that was fantastic. I even got an interview there for a job because basically they knew who I was. I didn't get the job, but they knew who I was. So I, I, I at least got my foot in the door in, in terms of an interview. Uh, I don't think, I don't know that whether that would work now because I think a lot of people that I work with have gone. But um, that was fantastic. But yeah, doing Swindle Water 5.5 now, I've done the drive time show for four years, between four and six. Uh, Got to work with uh, someone that that used to work for GWR, someone that I used to listen to on GWR called Howard Taylor, who did the drive time show on on there. Uh, So that was a massive... uh, I I was excited when he came in because before that, you know, I, I would have argued that I probably arrogantly would have had the best radio show on that station. But when Howard came in, I, I was like, I've got to really up my game here. I've really got to meet the challenge. Otherwise, I am dead in the water. And I loved it. I, I loved how having Howard Taylor on The Breakfast Show because I just thought this is, this is one going to bring in an audience that we haven't got or haven't had for a while. And I've now got to, got to respond. And I've got to make sure my show is the best it can be to attract his audience but also kind of you know in a in an egotistical way outdraw him because i i just focus on the numbers i'm a numbers guy and uh i focus on the numbers and the the power of the draw 
means that you get more money, more salary. If you've got more audience, if you've got a bigger audience, then you're the one, you're the guy, and you want to be the best. I want to be the best. And I know it's at a community radio level and, and you're like, calm down, Danny. But I think kind of, and my aspect on it has always been, if you don't want to be the best, then you really shouldn't be there. And if you have no desire or hunger to be the best, then what is the point of carrying on? And I genuinely, I just want to be the best, the biggest draw and make the most uh, money at the end of the day because the biggest draw does make the most money. You know, look at Chris Evans at Virgin Radio, for instance. So for me, you know, I just wanted... So that was a massive challenge and um, I was just very pleased with my program. I wasn't pleased to a point of complacency because you know when you're complacent I feel that your show quality dips and I think it's very difficult once you become complacent to shrug that off so I try not to be I think you always fall foul of it but you've kind of when you realize it you've got to shrug it off and and be even better even better and dig deeper and, and find that that next level but it was a massive challenge to have him a, a legend of the local radio scene come in and do the breakfast show which I found excellent I thought it was excellent and I really enjoyed it and I really enjoyed meeting the challenge of it um, now the the next challenge is for me going to somewhere else and trying to make it work there in a completely different format and a completely different style I have been given that opportunity elsewhere, and I'm really pleased uh, to be given that that chance. It's a uh, station in Hampshire and Surrey called B Radio, where I do uh, weekends one till four at the moment, although that is subject to change. Still early days there, relatively early days, but it is a massive challenge because it's a very different format and it's much more commercial, less kind of community orientated. It's still community orientated. It's still a community station, but it's much more commercial in its feel. And I find that that is a massive challenge because that's something I have generally lacked in because I've never worked at a commercially orientated uh, station and they're very different sounds. And I, I love that. And I think, you know, I'm stronger at one than I am the other. So the one that I'm weakest at is the one I'm going to put the most focus behind because, as I say, I want to be the best. And I think, you know, that that hunger drives me forward. That is my drive. I want to be the best and I want to work for the best, the biggest radio station. For me, it's it's not necessarily about earning big money. It's just having that kind of, you know, I want to work for Radio 1 or I want to work for Radio X or I want to work for Virgin Radio. It's, it's the, the, you know, you want to reach that elite level and that's what I want. I want to be the best and I want to be good enough to say that I deserve or belong there or want an opportunity and can have an opportunity at that level because I feel that that, that is, that is the, the, the top of the mountain. So you want to climb the pyramid of success and you want to be at the top. But once you're at the top, how do you stay there? That's the question. Um, it's not a question I'm asking myself yet because I am climbing up the ladder at the moment. So I think that's I think that's it. We're coming up to the half an hour mark. So I think that's all the questions that I've got written down for myself. I've told you about my current radio work. I should tell you quickly about my YouTube channels and, and where I've taken inspiration 
from so i do a couple of youtube and twitch channels uh the football fan show is one that i do it's a it's a podcast as well which you can look for on spotify google uh, amazon apple music um and i enjoy doing that it's inspired by kind of 606 on five live but it's on twitch so we have a phone number you can call in and everything and uh yeah we we talk football every weekend so it's well every weekend bar the international breaks so i've loved i love doing that and and it's another kind of radio inspired thing and then i've got other youtube channels i've got a youtube channel dedicated to just talking about radio news and radio jobs uh, which is down the radio man which is kind of inspired by this podcast so thank you very much for tuning in to this episode guests on the way and I will uh, give you more details. Come follow me on Twitter at DJ underscore Danny underscore H. I have been Danny Harrington. This has been uh, the Radio's Radio Show. Thank you for tuning in to the first ever episode. It has been a trippy one because I have been my own guest. But thank you very much for tuning in. And I'll see you next time.